From Him who so loved the world that He gave His only Son that whoever believeth in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And from Him who came not to condemn the world, but to save it through Him. Come all grace, mercy, and peace to each of you today. Amen. Family, friends, church, I pray that the immense love and comfort and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ rests upon each of you today as we remember the life that the Lord blessed Doris with here in her earthly pilgrimage, but we celebrate the life that He's given her in her baptism. You know, I started seeing a, a chiropractor recently, and I'm sorry, Dr. Heisey, it wasn't your practice. I didn't know about it, but uh, I started going because I needed some adjustments done to my back and my neck. And um, the doctor, in the course of making these adjustments, gave me some exercises to do and told me that one of my exercises I need to work on was my core. Strengthen your core and it will relieve some of your back stress and whatnot. I thought, huh, how does that work? You're supposed to be, you know, cracking and all these other things. And I got home and then I realized what the doctor was trying to tell me in a very polite and professional manner was I need to drop some weight. <laughs> I need to get rid of the flab around the core, right? And strengthen that core up so that I can have an overall health and whatnot. Um, and what the doctor was, was promoting was a, a holistic approach, right? I never realized uh, that there's so many factors that go into being healthy and <laughs> in, in, in the wholeness of things. Plato once said that the part can never be well unless the whole is well. And that's not only true of our physical bodies, but our spiritual bodies, because when you think about it, they all work together for the wholeness and the well-being of a person. I say that because years ago when I was a vicar, I was here on a Saturday night and I was coming, getting ready to process down to start worship and I was all in disarray. I was discombobulated. My stool was cockeyed. My, you know, everything was falling off. The earpiece was falling out. My order of worship was out of order. <laughs> and I'm trying to put all this together and I'm getting the 32nd warning to get down here to start service. And I'm anxious. And uh, as I started to stride down, I get this tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and it was Doris. And Doris looked at me, and she goes, you're not all together tonight, are you? I said, I said absolutely not. <laughs> and I could really use some help right now. And so she, she straightened my stole and got me all put back together. And, you know, and I got my order of worship all stuck back together. And she calmly looked, and she goes, do you feel whole again? I said, for the moment. And she goes, okay then go down the aisle and make us all whole. <laughs> I never forgot that. That was a moment in time in one of my interactions with Doris over the years that, that made me realize that, you know, I really appreciated her in that moment, but that's who Doris was in life. Doris was the person that put people back together, that built them up, that, that you know, encouraged them. That was always the smiling force and factor in, in, in the people that she interacted with. But as Doris once reminded me, Doris didn't do it just because. Whenever Doris talked to me, she reminded me of who she belonged to. She reminded me of why she did what she did. Because of her relationship with our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. Because of what He first did for her. Doris worked for uh, Heise Chiropractic for about 40 years as an office manager keeping things together for them. 
She was married to her husband, Harold, of 60 years, keeping things together in the family. She loved her children. She loved her grandchildren. She loved her great-grandkids. She loved people. She loved her family. She loved her sister-in-law, Lillian, dearly, as if she was her own sister. She loved life, and she loved people and the interactions that she had with people. But she did all these things, and she loved because of the love that Christ Jesus had for her. In fact, one of Doris's favorite scriptures was our gospel reading today, the well-known John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now, Doris didn't just love this scripture because, you know, at the height of its time, it was on the billboards and the, you know, uh, in the stands and stadiums and whatnot. She didn't love it because she was a, a bandwagon person. You know, those people who jump on the bandwagon when something's popular. She loved it because it spoke to her about God's love for the world. And Doris knew that that included her. And she wanted other people to know that it included them as well and being a part of God's creation. And out of gratitude for what Christ did for her, Doris then sought to live her life for the Lord, desiring to proclaim Christ to a world that's incomplete to help put people back together and make them whole again. And when John says, for God so loved the world, he isn't saying how much God loved the world as if God's love can be quantifiable. He's not saying it's this much or, or this much, right? But what John is saying is that when God says, or when, you know, when John says that God so loved the world, John's saying this is how God chose to love the world by giving His Son Christ Jesus to die for it. This is the manner. He chose a manner that, that was going to cause people to stumble, that was going to cause people to not understand how somebody could give His only begotten Son for a broken creation. But in doing that, God then chose the depth of, the depth of His love for His creation. He shows that He did not want His creation to go by the wayside. And as Doris reminded me often, this is why I choose to go and help make people whole. Not me, but make them whole in Christ. I want them to know the Lord because I've been set free. And think about that. Think about how Christ sets us free in this world and what Christ and the example that Christ sets for each and every one of us to go and model His love for the world. And this is what Doris wanted to do. What she sought to do was to go and to love her family, to be there for her, nephew, her nieces, for her grandkids, for those that she saw in life or that she interacted with. God made a sacrifice for the world through Christ Jesus. Doris made sacrifices in how she went about caring for others to show her gratitude. Doris became like a, a second mom to her nieces, giving them advice at times, taking them to orthodontics appointments, um, picking them up from school when they weren't feeling well. She built other people up in her life. She took time to steer people back on track when they were getting off a of track. Doris and her husband, Harold, uh, were known for teaching generosity to people, to show people how to be generous and caring for creation and their love. Doris loved her son. 
Loved her daughter-in-law as if her daughter-in-law was her own daughter. Loved her granddaughter and her grandkids. She loved all that she came into contact with. And there was many people, I'm told, that looked up to Doris. But Doris would want them to look where she was looking up to. Up to the cross. To the Son of Man who's lifted up. Who rose from the dead and ascended into heaven to be seated at the right hand of the Father. This is the faith that Doris carried that made her whole. That she desires to be shared with the world to make the world whole and complete again. Now, while Doris was loving and generous and, and seemed at times to have it all together, <laughs> she certainly experienced pain in her own life, having lost a daughter and a grandchild and having lost a husband. And she also knew and would tell you that she wasn't perfect and had moments in her life when, when she faltered, as we all do. But because Doris had been baptized into Christ Jesus, she was baptized into His death. Buried with Him into death and raised with Him from the dead by the glory to the Father. Through Christ, Doris was set free from sin. And now, Doris rests from her earthly labors. She rests and awaits to be united with all who belong to Christ. And all who belong to Christ die with Christ and are united with Him in His resurrection. And as St. Paul says, we know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again because death no longer has dominion over Him. And today, we celebrate the life that Doris had here in her earthly journey, but more so the life that has made her whole and complete through Christ Jesus. And to God be all the glory. Amen.